0: Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Hey there, it is part two of this two-part series. I am Loving all of the response from part one, so here we go with part two, and this comes back to transacting and investing. Now, I'm going to share tips and strategies in this episode to take you from transacting in your health to becoming an investor in your health. Now that might not make much sense if you haven't listened to part one, so I definitely highly recommend that you pause this episode and go back just one episode to number 15. I kept it short and to the point. You know I do that if you've been following along. That being said, let me start with a small recap. Now, many times our results or lack of results in health are centered around our mindset and whether our actions are transactional or investing. Now, with transactional, it's almost as if you pay X amount or you put in X amount of time and this is the expected result, Y. Once the transaction is done, you move on. Now, I related this to real estate, but let me share the idea relating to business activities. Recently, I was interviewing a copywriter to set up an email sequence, and on our discovery call, she understood what I was looking for and presented a proposal to meet my needs. I pay for X, I get Y, then the transaction is complete. Then maybe I would hire a separate copywriter for a sales page. Then maybe a separate copywriter for press releases. Um, Each one would be a different transaction. And while they would all produce some level of results, the consistency could potentially be lacking, thereby reducing the potential for higher returns when used in my business. This could be like buying diet program after diet program expecting different results. Now, on the flip side with investing, you expend money with the expectation of achieving a high profit or material result by putting into financial plans, shares, or property. Now, coming back to this example, it would be the decision to bring on a copywriter as a full time staff to help write sales pages email sequences, press releases, marketing message, investing in a copywriter on staff, I would have the expectation of achieving results or revenues based upon my financial investment, aka the salary. The potential for my returns on this salary could be greater because I have one person creating consistency in messaging and managing results. Now, if you become an investor in your health, this long-term strategy where you can have the expectation of achieving strong results based upon your activities. So let's get into the action and strategy and take you from being a transactional health into an investor in your health. Now, notice I use the term strategy when you implement a strategy in your business it is typically long term so let's first start with time frame now for me this one's pretty easy because time frame is forever i say that because there really is no end to your health except the end we have one body and it is our responsibility to take care of it this is literally why so many health or diet programs fail. Once the end is achieved, then what? Most people fall back into old habits. I know I did. However, it's important to note that you need to set certain milestones or expectations to be able to achieve results. Now, this is incredibly important to move from that mindset of transaction for one and done to where we are now that this is the long haul, just like in financial investing, you can estimate around a 10% return annually if you invested in the S&P 500 or 3% annually, which is kind of the rule of thumb in real estate. So it is good to have some expectations of what your return should be. Now here are some examples I want to provide you around milestones relating to time frame. Number one is to focus on one day at a time. For example, if you set a goal to increase your water intake to two liters a day, each day this resets. So by only focusing on one day at a time, you increase your chances for success. You get the chance to win or succeed each day and those wins pile up for big overtime wins. So when I say forever, is that these are big lifestyle changes, but that doesn't mean that you can't set milestones each day, such as the one that I shared. Now, another example could be setting a time frame for your workouts or exercising. If you follow me on social media, I highly recommend that you do, it's just my name. Know that you know that I never Go longer than 20 minutes for cardio during a workout, and I set a goal of three days a week. Now, by setting this time frame and quantity, it is making it much more realistic and achievable, not only for my goals, but within my schedule. Now, that creates consistency. So in episode 15, part one, right? So the part one, just before this in the series, I talked about New Year's resolutions, and how, you know, we're well into Q1 and that those resolutions are starting to die off. Most of the time this happens because there were just unrealistic time set and quantities, right? So if you didn't work out and then all of a sudden you're doing an hour at the gym five or six days a week, that is unrealistic on both sides of it, time frame as well as quantity. Now, here's the good news is that you can literally start over tomorrow. You can start today and set a more realistic timeframe, which will not only produce results, but create opportunities for consistency. And I could tell you when you have that consistency, that's where that investor mindset is really starting to take place in your actions. Now let's move on to the next strategy as you become an investor in your health, And that is leveraging your habits. More often than not, it is about habit subtraction versus habit addition, meaning there are habits that you have right now, which you may not realize are actually consistently pulling you away from your long-term results. Now, this specific strategy is so important. I actually did an entire episode on it, and I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to the one where I share the power of conducting a habits audit. This was episode four back from January 13th. You know all my episodes, my solo ones are under 20 minutes, so it is worth that time for you to go back there. Conducting a habits audit is extremely powerful, but let me give you a couple example of habits that may be keeping you in a transactional mindset as opposed to a fruitful investor. This is one habit I talk about with all my clients, and that's being a good steward of your time. Now, if at work you find tasks taking longer or perhaps you're late to meetings consistently, This could mean you are not honoring your schedule and the importance it has not only to others, but to yourself. So if you are staying longer at work to finish a task, which is preventing you either from grabbing a nutritious meal or getting a good night's sleep or hitting the gym on the way home, the first thing I would recommend is really asking that tough question if you are being a good steward of your time or what could be the distraction preventing you from staying on task. Now listen, I get it. I'm a mama too. I run two businesses. I've got eight horses. Your day blows up sometimes, right? Like from the side and you're like, "What the heck just happened?" That being said, it's sometimes. It's pretty rare. And if that's happening consistently, that could be a key indicator of a habit that is pulling you away. Something in there is letting those blow-ups happen consistently. So if I'm being honest with myself and I'm consistently not being timely, I have to point that finger back at me and not at the situation. I recommend looking at your schedule or distractions and seeing what opportunities are available for you to become a better steward of your time. What habits could be pulling you away from your investment mindset, which allow you to continually prioritize your health? So for me personally, one major distraction was social media. I'm raising my hand here again on, on YouTube if you want to see it. I know that you've been there with me too. I would find myself grabbing my phone in the middle of the day to research something. Like I wanted to find somebody or I saw something that I was like, I want to do that to research it not realizing that 10 minutes had gone by of me scrolling uselessly and I didn't even get the answer I originally grabbed my phone for. So those 10 minutes add up over the day and I literally had to find time to see how many times I did this throughout the day. And those 10 minutes added up and added up, and I found over an hour of time that I got back when I eliminated the distraction and found a new solution when I needed to research something within social media. I also scheduled time for being social on social media and honestly, mindlessly scrolling sometimes if it fit in my schedule. But I became more intentional about that habit was hurting my ability to stay consistent with my time. Easy fix, right? That's again what I want you guys to definitely take away from is that these are trainable skills and able to anyone is able to become an investor. Anyone. The last one I want to share today is focused on finding a nutrition program which is sustainable for you now notice i didn't use the word diet i honestly believe the word diet has been used incorrectly within the health and wellness industry when i say diet i think my horses eat a diet of alfalfa and bluebonnet feed where most people hear the word diet and immediately think restriction I hated the way I felt, foods are good or bad, weight loss, start date, end date. I could honestly go on and on. Now that I just squirreled on the word diet and my dislike for that word, let's come back to the nutrition program that you could even say strategy, turning it again into that long-term investor focus. Now, there are so many choices out there, and I highly recommend taking a moment, reflecting on which programs you have tried and felt great and saw results, but then got derailed for one reason or another. The goal is to find a nutrition program which fits into your lifestyle and has no end date if you do not agree with the methods of the program do not go forward similar if there was a business transaction in front of you and it goes against your values and you would never think to sign the deal don't do it i see this so often with professionals when it comes to their health in business they are about making strategic decisions over the long term to gain the desired result revenue typically they realize the time investment yields the reward. However, when it comes to their health, they are looking for the quickest and least resistance approach to gain a similar level of results. Do you have your body for the long haul? Why not treat it with the same respect that you do your business? Now, like I said, create a journal on everything that you've done. Research and talk to others who have created the nutritious and health lifestyle that you would love to have. Trust me, they want to share it with you because they know how you currently feel and they want you to feel how they do now. This is literally why I've coached other women and why I have a podcast now. This is part of the purpose of the business of being healthy. I know that other feeling and I can tell you, focusing on your health as an investment not only yields physical returns, but also mental, relational, and financial returns. Yes, I said financial, because the healthier you are, the more you will achieve in business or your career. Now, to sum up the three strategies I'm leaving you with today to start turning from transacting in your health to becoming that long-term investor in your health are number one, expanding your time frame to forever, right? This is your new life. That doesn't mean though that you shouldn't set certain milestones. And I love those examples I shared earlier. Now, number two is leveraging or understanding your habits. Remember, it's not always about adding a lot of habits. It could be about taking away some of those habits that are hurting your returns. And number three, staying consistent with your nutrition program. My hope is this episode gives you the hope knowing that these skills you may already possess, and you are most likely using these skills in your business or career. You have them within you. And if you don't, it's trainable. So now let's take these skills that you are using in business and let's use them so that you can become the strongest investor in your health. Now, if today helps you think a little bit different and you could maybe see yourself becoming that investor, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or maybe even leave one of those awesome five-star reviews because those are so powerful in podcasting. Or even like, post a photo on Instagram and tag me. I would love to share and give you that personal acknowledgement. I truly believe this is so powerful. And by you sharing and telling everybody, it is helping someone else become an investor too. Thank you so much for joining me today. And you know, come back twice a week, I'm gonna give you all the health tips, advice, business tips without the BS. We don't have time for that.